listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV for season one, episode four of Shameless. Tonight's host is Phil Svitek. Joining Phil will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Bethany Jaber and Tom Dentrinas. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest shameless news and gossip. We want to hear from you, too. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, Phil Svitek! Welcome, everybody, uh, to the episode named Casey Kasdan, obviously because of the missing girl that Debbie steals. And by the way, uh, I believe Bethany and I did a great job of shamelessly uh, converting another uh, fan to uh, <laughs> to the show. Tom, welcome. Uh, yes. Hi. Thank you for having me. Um, but, um, you know, uh, so, okay, just a quick recap of what happened. Uh, Frank, I'm loving his home situation. Just uh, <laughs> killing it. Of course, uh, mm. uh, Mindy sort of throws herself into that situation um, in more ways than one. Uh Debbie obviously steals Casey, and that is the crux of the show. We kind of get a little bit of uh, Steve and Tony and that love triangle um, for Fiona. And then through um, all of this, Kev has to propose to Veronica, even though he is already married. Ouch. Ouch. Serious ouch. But uh, let's talk about Frank, uh, you know, to start with, because obviously uh, Willie Macy, um, the, the sort of crux of the show as they say and uh i'm just for me the funniest person here um just so shameless about, <laughs> i mean just totally loving his life totally still drinking getting uh you know the homemade uh breakfast lunches yes go ahead well, Beth. I, I don't know i what i find interesting about this episode i think it's the first episode where we see he's like i mean he is loving his life but it's the first time they kind of reveal the cards of like maybe not so much loving it like they, there are a couple things that happen this episode where I think he's like, "Oof, God, I like it here, but I don't like, I don't like getting pounded in certain ways, and and I and I don't like, <laughs> I lightly put that, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I don't like, um, you know, necessarily this what this teenage girl is it's, doing to me, exactly, and uh, too many muffins, yes. Ah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I kind of would enjoy that many muffins all the time, especially if Joan Cusack made them. I think that that would be a highlight of my life. I don't know. I kind of would like If you came home to like 400 muffins in your... Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want like a romp around in the muffins? I mean... mean, Is this guy just so shameless that like, I mean, he's got a... I mean, by far, I mean, can we think of a better deal than this, especially in this guy's life? Like, I don't think he's ever had it better. No. And he's still complaining. Yeah. I, well, I I don't I mean I just when when it got I I know I'm kind of like backtracking but when it got towards um 
the end with the shots of those dildos and like her kind of preparing them and she's preparing them just like she prepared the muffins. Yes. And it's just, and you see his face go, oh, oh God. And he's like, dude, take the Advil now. So it can like set in. And I kind of felt like he was like, do you think he's okay with it though? No, I'm not saying that at all, Uh, Tom. I, I, I agree with you, but I think that's kind of the nature of an addict kind of thing is that they're going to put up with whatever they can in order to kind of like <laughs> sustain themselves to, so. to be able to continue their addiction or what have you. I mean, I just think it's really interesting to see his different colors. I love seeing him extremely wasted and then those moments of sobriety where he has that, what the hell am, what the hell am I doing <laughs> with my life? And I'm getting like screwed with dildos and having I'm like swimming in muffins. I mean, I mean, if but if only that. I mean, uh, the husband comes home, <laughs> and that and he, he doesn't have enough money to obviously live anywhere else, and so he, he's just doing it, and obviously, you know, uh, just loving it. And uh, the whole Mindy, or is it no? Mindy's the actress's name. Uh, Karen's her. It, Karen is her character name. name. What is she doing to him? What is going That's on? I'm not gonna lie. It's creepy. She's supposed to be 15. Yes. I, I mean, I, I believe so. I mean, clearly she's of age. She's a very developed 15, I'll say. She's a developed 15. Yeah, I did not look like that at 15. Well, women, women mature quicker than boys. Am I right, Do they Bethany? mature so quick that they know. get tattoos on their titties? I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Bethany, how many tattoos on your titties do oh you have? Oh, my God. I can't believe you even asked me that. <laughs> I'm shameless. Hey, this is a shameless episode. I mean, I'm topless right now. I mean, honestly. Now you're blushing. <laughs> I'm not blushing at you all, are. no. He's blushing. You just can't see it because we're we're on air. That's right. Um, we're on air. Okay, that, <laughs> that explains why they can't see us. No, yeah. but um, I mean, the, like this whole deal that Frank is in is just so messed up. Um, I mean, why why is she doing it? This is my question. I mean, Joan, I, I, Joan Cusack. No, not the Joan, daughter, but the daughter. I mean, I have I have my thoughts on it, but I want to know what you guys think. Why is the daughter? flirting with him three times she did it because you know all as comedy comes in a series of threes mm. first she was licking the the spoon kind of <laughs> grotesquely then she revealed her thong and the third variation was that she got completely naked yeah and yeah, she's we got there a, in the tub so we got heightens. A, yeah heightens. Boop, boop, boop. exactly but why why is she doing this guys she wants him out okay and that you know she's pushing i think that's it. right i think that's right She's pushing his buttons. But uh, Bethany, of course, she probably thinks she just wants to sleep with him, yes? No, no, not at all. I actually agree with you 100%. I, think, I don't I think, think that she, she wants to sleep with him. I she, think she really wants this guy out. Yeah, and that's the way she's, she's going to get Will she sleep out. with him in order to get him out? I wouldn't be surprised from a character like that. I really wouldn't. I mean, she suggests having sex on her backyard in a tire swing. Like, just like, hey, I'm going to go pick up some groceries and then have sex in a tire swing. I mean, it's really just... She she's an out she's an outward thinker like she's like out there she will do it literally yeah. and figuratively I I mean I I, I maybe I, I think she will get him in a very vulnerable situation if that means that she has to be in the act of who knows mm. but I think she's she's she ha- she knows her mother's psychology so well that she needs to to make these stakes very high to get him out of there mm. yes indeed well. Uh, it wouldn't be the worst uh, thing for him to get to to leave. No, no, I'm saying to get okay. with her, you know, and and co- get rid of the dildos and all that. Yeah, <laughs> oh. that's really. No. It's. I mean, I. 
Yeah. All right. So speaking of other love triangles, uh, you know, we didn't get much of it this, in this episode as we had sort of predicted. Um, but Tony, Steve, and uh, Fiona, obviously an ongoing sort of struggle. Uh, he, she missed the uh, the uh, what is it, the pot roast dinner? Yep. Last his, week, his mother was preparing. Yes, and uh, obviously we saw that she made the decision not to go there and instead to see Steve, and this week we kind of... He pulls up, uh, Tony does, in his car, the cop car, and uh, sort of looks at Steve, and you can just tell, like, he knew she blew him off for this guy. Right, yeah. absolutely. Especially because, if you notice, they were holding hands walking down when he called out her name, too. Mm-hmm. So there was, like, that little moment That's that I'm right. sure that that guy noticed. But I don't think he's going to let up, and I would love to know what you guys think, but I don't think he's going to stop trying to pursue her no matter who she's dating because he seems pretty determined. I think so. I would agree with that. He's right? the boy next door. He, he Yeah. She stole his virginity. He <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, mean I guess that's true. I, I, I don't know, Tom, uh in you, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how to word this, but uh, when you lose your virginity, do you just become obsessed with that girl? I mean, I don't think I was with the girl I, w- I lost my virginity to. Well, if we just change the sex of the girl to something else, but... <laughs> fair enough, um, fair enough. Which is fair enough. Which I just want to take a moment just to say that I'm really happy to see some redheads on this show, oh, and I'm happy to see a gay redhead on this show. <laughs> this is actually very exciting for me. It's an exciting moment, this little boy being portrayed in this. Yeah. It's the name Ian, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. I just wanted to have a moment for that. But getting back to your question, I don't know. You know, it it's like that young love, like me, you know, where you're like totally infatuated with that person when it happens and you have all of these emotions running high. But, but he's like 25, right? Or at least mid 20s, yeah. I would say. Yes. No. Well, I mean, he looks much older, but I guess his character's supposed to be that age. So. I mean, I, I guess it depends on her. I think it depends on the person. And I think her as the character, this character, I think. You're talking about Tony or uh, Fiona? Fiona. I think that she is able to move past that, her, like, Mm -hmm. maybe her infatuation or crazy emotions for this guy. I think that she sometimes has bigger fish fish to fry. Mm -hmm. An example would be when they're in the bed together and Steve turns to her and says, you're so beautiful. And the next thing that she says is something about, like, you know, or is that the kids or do you hear something downstairs? Or, like, she totally doesn't even take the compliment. She's just not present with her... Love us. Yeah, with him. No, not at all. Well, she doesn't want to let her guard down, right? No. No, she doesn't want to let her guard down, and she has a whole family to take care of. And uh, I I think part of it is uh, Tony is too much of a – where Steve will sort of try to take that control, Tony will not. And B, psychologically, he's also a cop, and obviously the stuff they're dealing with, you don't want a cop around. Right. No. Especially, I guess, in the neighborhood, which is kind of shitty. Can I say that on the Yeah, I can. I, <laughs> just, I just did. <laughs> but um, so obviously just – so we kind of got a little bit – I think uh, we could talk about it more in predictions uh, as that's mm-hmm. when we'll fully see it in more episodes to come. But right. um, it, anyways, speaking of not wanting cops around, um, Debbie – steals little Casey because she misses Aunt Ginger from last episode. And by the way, which I love tying these sort of things, you know, because we, we obviously talked uh, on the show last week in depth about Debbie and her love for Aunt Ginger. Yes. Um, and so it's good to see that coming to play this week. It was I. It was interesting. I kind of felt like this episode was a heist movie 
Like, it was definitely a heist movie, but the opposite of a heist movie, because they weren't trying to take something away. They were trying to put something back in. (laughs) (laughs) And so it was like this whole family united Mm. with this heist and this baby. Kind of like Inception, no? Where they had to plant an idea? (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly right. Is that where they got it? Maybe. That's what happened. And after the episode, I was just as screwed up in the brain as after (laughs) um, Inception, ironically. Probably. (laughs) I I agree with you. When they opened this this episode with her and a sack of potatoes, my, my first thought was, will somebody please get this kid a doll? Like, come on. Mm. I mean, does she really need to be playing with a sack of potatoes? But clearly, that's what she had. Like, they're that poor that she's, like, taking strollers out of the garbage and playing with garbage and potatoes. Doesn't she have Liam, though? I mean, that kid's just... Just stroll that kid around. Like, why yeah. do you need to steal anything? That's Charles, true. babies, yeah. on on gingers. You got well. She had kid. wanted. She had wanted a, a little girl. Yeah. Um, that was. Ah. Yeah. Well, she got Casey, and she just put lipstick on him. Can't we just put some lipstick on Liam? Who, by the way, we still <laughs> Probably, don't know whose child it is. You yeah, know. That's, n- mm. I'm not a psychologist, but if if I was, <laughs> a You're little, not? damn it. Um, but I I think she's she might maybe she's a little like resentful or Liam's not that fun because Liam gets all the attention. So maybe she doesn't want to play with him so much. Maybe she wants something that gives her attention or and brings attention to herself. Does I that make so. sense? Absolutely. Yeah, it does. I don't know. I had a little sister and and mm. I I I, lo- I love her dearly now. We have a great relationship now, but she's a pain in the butt when she was little, man. Yeah, little little girls are really <laughs> intense. They're really really intense when they need those those kind of like, you know, that validation mm-hmm. and that acceptance kind of thing. It's really can get a lot. And well, and so clearly she wants a lot of attention cuz But she's hilarious. This little girl's awesome. Amazing. Well, well, I, I just get the feeling she just wants to make cupcakes just like Joan Cusack. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> what she was after, yes? I know. Yes. Yeah. That and the sack of potatoes, but she really just wanted to make whatever, cookies. Yes, yeah, yeah. she, she wanted to make cookies. She wanted to pie. make a pie. She she just wanted some, some love. But she in, did. instead, she, um, what did she do? She, she stu- lured him with a... A Snickers. Snickers a Snickers. <laughs> I mean... So funny. So shameless. I mean... <laughs> so <laughs> shameless. I mean, how how old do we think uh, Debbie is in this? Like five years old, six? Well, I thought seven. Yeah, seven. Yeah, seven to ten. Okay, seven to ten. So yeah. let's let's revisit Bethany's childhood at seven. Yeah. <laughs> what what uh, sort of maturation level were you at? Uh, what has to go through your mind to be like, yeah, this is all right to steal a kid with a Snickers bar? I mean, well, I think that's the whole thing of the episode is that it's. I you know an, I think a well-adjusted child who's getting love and attention would never think to go steal another child. It just mm. it wouldn't it would never happen. I mean I think at seven years old I was naming my my bike Samantha and um, pretending it was a horse and riding it around my neighborhood. I not mean, a unicorn. No, not a unicorn. Uh. Not a unicorn. But I'll tell you, I was very disappointed at a young age when I went to the farm and found out there were no unicorns. There were chickens and there were cows. There were horses, but there were no unicorns at that farm. Mm. Bethany, I that feel was, like that was a big disappointment. Sorry, no. <laughs> but you I'm, believe I'm in Bethany is the type of person that should always believe in unicorns. Yeah, and and at the end of her lifetime, she will actually get to see one. Maybe. Well, what about you as a seven-year-old? Yeah. Did you have dreams of stealing little children? And I can't. Uh, well, 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 I can't answer that because I'm not 
I'm not a girl, you know. Unfortunately, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, it has to. Debbie, it's, it's a gender specific question. It, it was. It really was. I feel like. Um. Uh, and then obviously with this whole thing, uh, pretty much. I mean, we we get like you guys talked about the heist movie, but um, the uh, the crux of the heist movie was that uh, we got to get Debbie to lie because this girl yeah. sucks at it. Yeah, well, yeah. She she wasn't, but she. Um, but then she outshone everyone, and she she lied like. I don't know, like like it. Like she lied a like a president. Yeah, yeah. she lied like a president. <laughs> I love Debbie that. knew how to lie. Yeah, she <laughs> knew how like to lie. I think, All right. I think that can we coin coin that phrase eternally? Like <laughs> she lied like a president. I like mm-hmm. that. All right, that is a rich, rich our <laughs> announcer. If you're listening, uh, we we're gonna get that uh, phrase coined, and uh, you know we got to get a bumper for that. But um, <laughs> I know that's genius. Um. So just to break down the heist, I mean, so I love how they kind of, you know, they threw down the coffee mug, it spills, and we got the plan. And so uh, the plan is to sort of uh, falsify where this child is through various uh, phone calls. And and it, I just wanted to chime in and say, don't you, I love how, is it, yeah, Steve is the voice of reason and says, hey, well, this is great because maybe we can get her help. And then, like, five people turn around and look at him and they're like, are you crazy? Yes. Gallagher's don't do therapy. <laughs> He's like, I, I, I thought I was the voice of reason. Clearly not. And he joins into this plan. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, his voice of reason is a little skewed also because <laughs> he's the one who drove Frank to Canada. Oh, so oh, oh clearly. Forget. I'm not saying he's, he's the sanest puppy of, of the pack. However, in that moment, he, he, he was, I, I was, I was um, agreeing with him. I was like, yeah. yes, get the child help. Perfect. Yes, get the child help. And then, <laughs> but mean, then he said some really great things to her about that the nurse and the doctor thing. It was really <laughs> That was a beautiful really monologue. Incredible. I mean, I think he comes in at the right times where they need a father figure and he almost mm-hmm. fills that role for yeah. that family. Oh, yeah. But, Bethany, you just said the, the girl just needed a doll, so, like, why does she need therapy all of a sudden? Why Why are you agreeing with Steve that this girl is in need of therapy? Oh, she, oh she totally is in need of therapy, 100%. She needs, like, a child psychologist. Don't they all she do, needs, though? Like, um, <laughs> I don't know about all of them. I feel like Ian's doing pretty well, and I feel like his brother's okay. Is it is it Lip? I Lip. Lip. Yeah. I think Lip's okay. I don't know. Ian, from my own experience, if if his character is going to model off reality, he's he's going to need some serious help. Yeah. He's gonna that character's going to open up, and there's going to be some problems. Yeah. Well, even the what's the younger brother's name? Oh Carl. yeah, Carl. Carl. Uh, that one. That I one. Think, I mean, later on in the season, I think is going to have <laughs> yeah. a couple episodes. Oh, absolutely. Of so I think we all agree that they, the whole family needs some serious therapy. <laughs> I, I I fully think so. You so um, Carl's the first one to sort of uh, implant uh, the seed, as it were. You know that he's seen the, the kid at two forty-five. Yeah. And I, love, I by the way, I know Tom loves the show because he wouldn't stop laughing. That's true. In the background, and uh, every time um, they would end the phone call, they were like, "Oh, geez. Or what was the line they said? They were just. Frustrated with the police, as if like <laughs> yes, they were like oh, they were like such a bitch or something, or he was such a bitch or something like that. It made me oh an asshole. It's like God, he's an asshole. Like, <laughs> awesome. Spider Man, no Superman. I said Superman. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. Um, and then um, so luckily we kind of wrapped that. Um, I mean, I would say it's just it was just a very fun ride from the get go. And then finally, uh, Steve, like we mentioned. Um, has that moment where he says, "Doctors lie," and you gotta lie. Well, can I just be a nurse? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And uh, essentially that's what she is, and she wows them all. Yeah. Which kind of takes... But through all of this, through sort of uh, Kevin's uh, coming into work um, and his sort of contribution to this whole great scheme, is uh, is forced into marriage. Forced? Do you really think forced? Uh, what do you say after that when, okay, so you're at a bar, everyone's cheering you, there's champagne everywhere. Asti Spamanti, let's get that, let's get that clear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so we got that, and uh, I mean, you've hit the point of no return. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so, and the mother's at the bar. Which is I'm that like, how you got proposed to, by the way? They just, just there was a point of no return. <laughs> there was a point of no return. <laughs> oh, me? Yes, oh, you. Oh, I, there's none of us that have been proposed to apart from you. So, um, the first time we were very young. Uh, f- f- there was a first time. Yeah, you know when I was like really young. I mean, it's still, it's still the same. Same, the same guy. Fiance. Yeah, but the the first time it was a terrible proposal. It was awful. He proposed to you? Yeah, he proposed to me, and I had just, we had flown from L.A. to Rhode Island, and I said, whatever you do, it's before Thanksgiving, you're about to take off for tour, do not propose to me. Mm -hmm. And I go, like, shopping for cheese in bulk at Sam's Club for my (laughs) grandmother's 70th birthday, and I come home, and I'm, like, jet-lagged, and I have a headache. He's like, let's go walk by the lake. And I'm like, I don't want to go walk by the lake right now. I just want coffee. I want something for my head. And he gets and he like gets me down to the lake and he proposes and I'm like, no, no, not right now. I just <laughs> I was just like at Sam's Club. I got a car full of cheese. Like, <laughs> my head hurts. So yeah, my first proposal wasn't very romantic. So you said no then or no? Yeah, I did. I said no. <laughs> That's not a proposal. So what was the second one like? The second one we were uh there wasn't a proposal. We were like on vacation in Malaysia on a beach and he he just said we just we started talking about our wedding and we were planning it and we were making our guest list and then we kind of looked at each other and we're like, "Huh. I guess, so we're, it, ma- I guess we're getting married." <laughs> so when when you got when are you guys getting married? Uh next uh, in September, we're gonna get married. This coming September. Well, yeah. congratulations! Thank congratulations! You very much. Um, yeah. I kind of feel bad for you because uh, I think I think Kev did a way better. You know, he shows up drunk, uh, <laughs> <Veronica> <laughs> unexpected, and uh, just proposes. So yeah, I kind of feel for you, Bethany. Thanks, thank you. I, th- I think he, I think maybe they did. Yeah, Ver- Veronica got the better proposal. Mm. I believe so, and. Uh, you know, unlike her, well, they, she didn't have to go to Sam's Club. She was hanging at home. <laughs> uh, they had the morning sex, yes, right? Yeah. Yep. So yeah. it worked works. out in the end. I yeah. Know. Is, that, is that what, I mean, Tom, is that, uh, you think every girl's dream? Uh, what happened to, what happened to Veronica? Yeah. A drunk proposal. Um, maybe every girl in, in trailer parks, maybe. <laughs> they live in an apartment. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First off, they, they live in an apartment. Yes, but I don't know. I think that they just want it to be sincere. I think if there's a every girl wants their I can't talk for them, but I'm sure that they want it just to be a sincere proposal. And it, I think it necessarily doesn't always matter where, as long as it's heartfelt. That that's a very lovely answer. I mean, I because I, I can't really talk for the whole female population. Yeah, I, you're looking at me like I have an answer. I, I look <laughs> at Bethany like, right? Am I right, Bethany? Said, can you can you no, please confirm? I mean, I do, every woman's different. And I think most right. women want something extraordinary, no, which is I, I why like it's the... always a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm always going to stereotype. So, and you know, what, so since you're the only female, whatever mm-hmm. answer you give, that is the answer that I'm applying to all women. <laughs> so, what are you going to do for your proposal? Answer. 
What am I? Oh, um, I'm gonna when I get enough money, I'm marching right into the strippy and uh, getting down on one knee with my tons of money and being like, hey. I'm looking for a wife, and then w- when I run out of that money at the strip club, oh, I will no. go and get more money. Oh, okay, no. and continue my marriage that way. Okay, all right. I mean, because I, I mean shameless. that's a dream because you're shameless. <laughs> but oh, um, I I find it interesting that he, if we were to ask him. If you if his character was sitting right here, we would say, "Why did you propose?" And the answer would be like, "To turn down a threesome." <laughs> yes, that was that was basically how he he got yeah. to that. Because he it, was trying to be respectful, though. Yeah, and be like no, and try to like divert these women because yeah. he really, I think he really does love Veronica. Well, I think he, it looked like he got into it at one point, and I think it's it's one of those things where like if you act as if, you start to believe it. Yeah. And so he acted as if and went, oh, shit, I don't know. But then he, he really was like, yeah, I'm getting married. This is awesome. You don't think that was the alcohol talking? <laughs> um, I think, I think you know, alcohol just accentuates certain parts of our character. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily believe that alcohol makes us say things that aren't true. They, it just makes us say things that, it's like, truth are, serum. yeah, it's a truth serum. Well, we should, so. we should drink more on this show. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like the alcohol made him forget he was actually married. So yeah. that's where the excitement yes. came from. Right. So. Oh, very good. Yeah, that's a good point, because when we get drunk, we tend to forget we have girlfriends, wives, whatever. It's awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh... But anyway, I think uh, that about does it, right? I mean, do you guys have anything to add in general before we go to our commercial break? Just a- um, I really would like to know um, Emmy Russell's real age because she's definitely not a 19-year-old, quote-unquote, matriarch. Mm, I mean, she's like, what, 20 I mean, Phantom of the Opera was like how many years ago? I mean, I, I just I remember her uh, Disney movie I mentioned last week, but I now looked up the name Genius. Oh, okay. Was the, uh, was the, movie. the name of her Disney movie? Yeah, mm. she's probably like twenty eight or twenty nine. I mean, that's okay. She's, yeah, I mean, she looked, but it fits. 30. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she, it, like ironically, it, I never even think twice. But if I now that I take a step back, I'm like, like, oh, wait a second, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's the problem with age in Hollywood. Once we know it, we don't I believe know. you. We don't believe you. Don't. I believe her. And with that, let's go to our commercial. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call at 347-855-8269. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You, you never know what goes on behind closed doors. Get in on the after buzz. 347. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. Listen on iTunes. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Find us on Facebook. Your husband or your best friend? Follow us on Twitter. And then she's trying to kill him, so it justifies it. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. And visit us at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> the wig! The wig oh, will come no. off. That wig come off, baby. No, Boardwalk Empire. Desperate Housewives. Glee. Gossip Girl. Breaking Bad. Madman. True Blood. The Walking Dead. Big Love. Jersey Shore. The Oscars. Celebrity Rehab. The Emmys. If it's hot, you can bet we'll be buzzing about it. Well, welcome back. Well, um, why don't we go straight to our news and gossip for the week? Okie dokie, Shameless Season 1, Episode 4, Casey Caston. 
Shinola Hampton, who plays Veronica, revealed six things that you may not know about her. Number one is she... That's loves, our drum roll. Oh, I got a drum roll. I love it. She <laughs> loves uh, to play Miss Pac-Man and Tetris on her laptop while watching TV. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, Shinola loves to eat and is addicted to desserts. Who isn't? For <laughs> oh, reals. I agree with that. <laughs> um, number three, here's a surprise. She doesn't drink alcohol. Is this just hard alcohol? Um, I just, it's, it says right here, alcohol. Good for her. Good for her. Nice. That is not the character she is portraying on the show. No, no, no way. No, but we don't always have to be our characters. And, oh, 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 okay, number four. Shinola loves football and is a huge Minnesota Vikings fan. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I have no comment because I don't know anything about football. Nope. Sorry, guys. All right, number <laughs> five. She always sleeps with an eye mask and a sound machine on. <laughs> <laughs> number six. Shinola's dad is a pastor in South Carolina, and she grew up singing in gospel in church. That's pretty cool stuff. And I guess that's why she's a great singer on the show. I, I don't know. I haven't heard. Have we heard her sing on the nah, show? Nah. Well, may, maybe in later episodes, and yeah. maybe not even this season. But I think I, I'm sure once the writers writers get to know her, hopefully they'll use that asset. That I would hope be cool. so. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Well, nice. for now they're just using your other assets. Yeah, that's our drum. How do you like that? Okay, Emmy Rossum appeared in Elle magazine's Women uh, in TV, featured alongside True Blood's Anna Paquin and The Vampire Diaries' Nina Dobre. Uh, Je- is that how I say her name? Dobrev? Sorry. Uh, Jesse, you would know. Uh, Nina, who's, who's Nina play on Vampire Diaries? Uh, Jesse's a huge fan of, of that the, show. I am a huge fan, but I do not know who Nina is, actually. She's the, she's the lead girl. And you call it... I thought. Well, who's the lead girl, Jesse? What's her What's her character name? Oh, off the top of my head, I don't. Know. I can't even think. I don't of know. Her I just know and that you that call she's yourself like a in fan. The love triangle between the other two. Well, vampires. I know the bad guy's Catherine, and she plays Catherine, who's the evil vampire. I just off the top of my head, I can't I think, think she's of. She's not a vampire. Well, we're t- it's because we're talking shameless now, and you've got shameless yeah. on the mind. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, you're just totally like I'm in the shameless mode. Okay. okay. Well, I mean, of course, very good for uh, Emmy. Um, that she's obviously being a part of this. I think uh, she's really blossoming in her own in her career, and obviously she took a big risk by doing this. And, and well, I think she's in that stage where a lot of actresses um, want to take off their tops. No, well, it's not that they want to take off their tops. Um, this is this is a, a problem for for most women who are like teenage or child actors. Um, they they grow up and they want to play bigger parts, and and they want to play real women. And a lot of the time, the audiences, we're like, we, we freak out because we're so used to seeing them as a 10-year-old or a 16-year-old. The minute they get naked, I think we kind of, the audience kind of feels like a pedophile a little bit because we've grown up with this person as a child. I certainly don't. And we're like, oh my God, no, she can't take off her top because we're so so used to it. That's why like when Britney Spears did her whole thing, and now I'm going on a rant, we, we were so used to her as a child and okay with that. The minute she became a woman, it, it made us feel dirty. Not Do you, a girl. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet a woman. Yeah, exactly. See? That was her anthem. All right, I'm, I'm going to continue here. We have a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. alert. 
Oh my god, I kind of don't want to read it because I don't want to know, but I have to because I have to read it. Um, William H. Macy revealed that Frank will sober up in the sixth episode. He becomes a really cool father. It gives you a glimpse into the father that Frank might have been or could be. Wow. He goes on to say that the sobriety is short-lived. My oldest boy, Lip, can't take it. He tasers me and pours vodka in my mouth. <laughs> Sounds like Lip. It kind of yeah, does. It does. Yeah. And that's what I love. They're just so shameless. <laughs> how do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about him sobering up? Uh, as long as it's short lived, I'm okay with it. Right. Do you think that maybe they think they won't be signed for another season, mm. so they kind of want to touch upon that, or like a little bit earlier than yeah. than they normally would? I bet you make it. That, that's a good point. I don't know how's the show doing ratings wise, or I don't know ratings wise. We got to we got to check TV by the numbers. But I I would say I mean it's not. Um, you know, sixth episode in in this type of series, it's like the midpoint. So you kind of wanna yeah. get to you that point. You want some ups and downs, and you wanna you wanna you wanna start rooting for him, and then possibly possibly maybe you know when you're rooting for him and stuff like that, and you're like, yes, he's getting better, and then all of a sudden he's gonna turn for worse because it's gonna mm-hmm. suck you in more if that happens. Yeah. It's really gonna bring you you know into this into the story more if you're like, yes, he's better, and then all of a sudden he has this moment where he just freaks out and they're just like, what? And then you have to see what happens and then you keep rooting for him and it's this constant back and forth with the audience that you're going to have with, yes, he's better, no, he's not. Yes, he's better. Yeah. You know what I mean? It creates yeah. that kind of Yeah, and so, sobriety, uh, you know, takes a long time to sort of gain. You don't just, like, become sober. I, I tell my uh, friends who smoke all the time, like, they say they quit smoking and, uh, you know, well, how long, long has it been? Two weeks. Well, you didn't really quit smoking. You, you're trying to quit. And B, psychologically, it's. It, I feel like it's better for you to tell yourself, like, I'm trying to quit. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's even been six months, but you're still trying to quit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, so if you have a cigarette every now and then or whatever during that six months, then it's just easier on you. You're still trying yeah. to quit. Mm-hmm. You know, so. This is true. All right. I think we have, that's all of our, our uh, after buzz gossip uh, for TV's show. You butchered my favorite part, and that's I your know. after buzz TV shameless news and gossip there for the week of go. January Thank 30th, you, 2011. Woo! Um, Woo! We need another sound effect. <laughs> Woo! No, I'm the sound effect. It's fine. That's why I'm here. Woo! Tom loves the sound effects. Um, so we kind of got a prediction, but uh, it will not be for well, not a prediction. That's it's a definite spoiler. But uh, it will we will not see that next week. Uh, what seems to be the focus for next week is the Carrie and him. Or why did I say Carrie? Kev and uh, his marriage. Mm-hmm. I really want to know how that's going to resolve. Yeah. How do you think Veronica is going to react to that information? Oh my god! Do you think he's going to tell her? Uh, I think. I think you will have to. Um, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal something that I learned from uh, Desperate Housewives, and uh, you know, it's gonna be Fiona might want to tell Veronica, but she's she's definitely gonna pressure, um, realize that she should pressure Kevin more to be able to say it. And ooh, you steal, you steal, love that. Stolen, mm. stolen, because that's exactly yeah. what happened in Desperate Housewives. So yeah, mm. we'll see if they're uh, they're more clever writers. But uh, apart from that, what do you what do you think we'll see? Maybe in the Frank S. Page or anything. I mean, Tony and Steve, we we know will be an ongoing thing. I think Frank's going to get fed up with his living situation. I think so too, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. 
It's going to be... I'm, I'm kind of on either side with that. You're on the fence. Yeah. Tom's on the fence. As long as he's drunk, he's happy. I say yeah. he's going to get fed up. Well, I think he's going to go for Mindy. Oh, God, I hope not. I if really I was a 15-year-old boy, I would be in heaven. <laughs> Good for lip. <laughs> lip, 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 lip. But I, then that's going to be really American Beauty-esque. It and is. They're like a, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if I want to see that kind of cop-out. And I don't know if he, as the father of so many children, will go to that place. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I think too highly of him. Fair enough. Well, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll find out next week. Mm-hmm. For producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek and engineer DJ Jesse Janetti and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.